Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover celebrates women leaders from diverse fields in the W Power 2022 issue. Joining me on the call to talk about it is uh, Forbes India's Varsha Meghani. Hi Varsha, thanks for joining in. Hi Abhishek, thanks for having me. Overview article that you have written which uh, basically summarizes the entire issue and what the reader can expect. Uh, the headline to it is interesting you write the serena way now what is the serena way and how does it uh, tie into the leaders and uh, the eminent folks that have been covered in a rather fat issue this time round yeah so you know serena williams announced uh, earlier this year that she would be evolving away from from tennis and you know just looking back at her legacy uh, you know it's not just confined to the court despite her 23 grand slam wins Uh, you know her legacy you know spills beyond the court for example she spoke about equal pay she drew attention to black maternal mortality rates uh, she's used and is using her wealth to back female entrepreneurs so she's had you know an influence that is beyond tennis that goes beyond tennis she broke stereotypes she dismissed doubters she led change and continues to do so and in many ways the women that we featured on this list are also those who you know who have broken stereotypes broken that proverbial glass ceiling and have kind of charted their own destiny so that's why we called it the serena way one of uh... Uh, these women that make on your list is uh, the celebrated name of uh, Lena Nair uh, who worked at Unilever for 3 decades and now is the CEO of Chanel was was there an easy choice to have her on the list and uh, what are some of the things that have got her in the limelight over the years yeah uh, you know it's it's not often that you see somebody from a second tier indian city go on to lead a global company let alone a woman doing so and so lena nair was a, you know a no brainer in that sense uh, you know she grew up in uh, kolhapur in maharashtra she studied engineering in sangli again in maharashtra she she studied engineering uh, but one of her professors told her that hey you know i think you'll be better suited for hr and you know people management so she went off to xlri uh, got a degree in uh, management specializing in hr and then she started off at hul as a management trainee and she worked her way up 30 years later she was global chief hr officer for unilever which is massive uh, you know for somebody to do that and uh, from there on uh, you know earlier this year she was picked to be uh, ceo of chanel um, again a 112 year old institution um, and she's up there leading it and making us all proud what did she bring to the table over the years i read in your piece that she was at the time the first asian first female and the youngest ever hr chief at uh, uh, you know unilever yeah so she had many firsts at uh, unilever for example she was the first lady to go on to the factory floor uh, you know in the early days of hul uh, you know she talks about she, she says that there were only 2% females uh, uh, and then by the time she left uh, they had kind of managed to achieve a gender balance of 50 50 Uh, between men and women in across management roles globally so that's the kind of you know diversity in in inclusion she kind of worked on uh, and worked to achieve hr uh, generally over i mean there was a time when uh, it was considered incorrectly so as a back office function and was it her fo- own folks who thought that it might not have been a great decision to have an engineering degree and uh, have a specialization in hr no less from uh, xlri which is a pretty notable institute and yet she went went along with it yes so her parents were against her going jumping from engineering into hr because they thought it was a back office function and uh, you know didn't have much 
scope, so to speak. Uh, but she persisted. Uh, you know, she liked uh, being around people, managing people. Her professor also, you know, kind of uh, seen that in her. Uh, so she persisted and went on to pursue her degree and uh, has made history since. How do you select a particular individual to make it into the list? This is not the first uh, uh, time that uh, uh, WPAR issue is uh, being released. It, it has a legacy. So over the years, how has the list evolved and what is the methodology of getting folks onto the list itself? So to begin with, we look for women who are self-made. So these are all women who have kind of, in, you know, none of them have inherited wealth or legacy or power or position. They have all worked their way up and earned their stripes. So they're all self-made women to begin with. Uh, second, we looked for women who have hit the headlines in some way this year, who have done something significant over the last year. And third, they should have inspiring stories to tell. And all of the women achievers that feature on this list fit into the fit into that criteria. What are the different fields from which uh, you would have chosen these women? It's not from business. Uh, Forbes India is known to do uh, business stories, but there are some lists like this one, which is not restricted to business. Would, would that be right? Absolutely. So we have uh, names from business, sports, social impact, academia, the venture capital world, um, uh, startup founders. So yeah, right. it's, it's, a, it's a nice mixed bag that we have. Right. So in the interest of time, uh, Varsha, help us with some of the names that uh, you can uh, divulge and w what can the listener and the reader expect in this package? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've got Devlina Bhattacharji and Nandini Kartike and, you know, two women who are working in deep tech, which is, again, unusual. They're using AI and ML to build an end-to-end -end seafood ecosystem for farmers, helping them on the ground. You know, so so that's very interesting uh, because you, it's unusual. We have somebody like Sakshi Chopra, who's managing director at Sequoia. And, uh, you know, she talks about how, you know, she got in the early days of her work, promoters would uh, prefer not to engage with her. They prefer to engage with her male colleagues. Uh, but over time, that has changed. And she's really become a powerhouse uh, at Sequoia today. We have um, Nikhat Zareen, the boxer, world champion uh, boxer. She was actually a tearaway sprinter. You know, very early on, when she was in her early teens, she noticed, uh, you know, a boxing ring. And, uh, you know, at the time, it was an all-male preserve, girls. Uh, so she asked her father, hey, can I box? And he said, no, no, that's, you know, girls are considered to be too weak to box uh, for the sport. So, so that's what led her to uh, say that, hey, no, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to shift from sprinting to boxing because I want to prove a point that, uh, you know, girls can do this and can make it big. So we've got her on the list. We have Jacinta Karketa, who is a poet and journalist from Jharkhand. Uh, and she she's an Adivasi herself. And she writes about the lives and losses of the Adivasi community in Jharkhand and Odisha. You know, so whether it's the appropriation of their land and natural resources in the name of development, you know, she writes about all of that and highlights uh, the issues. We've got uh, the ladies from Khabar Leheria, Meera Devi and Kavita Devi, uh, and the amazing team of women who have, um, they began off, began with uh, a newspaper, Khabar Leheria, and it's now grown into a digital media network where they highlight issues facing women in rural India. And they really bring, hold accountable the elected heads. So they're really making a difference on the ground. Yes, we've got. Um, yes. <laughs> yes, that's. I mean, it's it's the the list is quite long, isn't it? And each one of those have uh, uh, made a significant impact in the area of their choosing. So, uh, is is there a is there a trend that you see? It's a very cliched question to ask, mm -hmm. but is there anything changing over the years, or or you see more and more women coming to the fore 
every year you know we find that the long list becomes longer and longer so the pool of women keeps increasing from the time we started out a few years ago to today i think we started out maybe 6 5 6 years ago the long list of us is just becoming more and more robust each year so we have that many more women to pick from and choose from excellent thank you very much uh, for your time on this podcast varsha thanks a lot thank you avishek great and all you listeners you can get this podcast on uh, forbesindia.com on spotify stitcher apple google podcast or any other app that you use to listen to such content and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription message forbes to 51818